So why didn't you vote today, dude? Fuck voting. <laughs> Go. I don't wanna. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly like the only like good excuse. It's like, yeah, I just didn't wanna. I, fu- <laughs> I fucking really don't wanna. <laughs> it's like, why didn't you vote today? Well, I had this sandwich. <laughs> it's right in front of me. My choices were this smoked, smoked turkey and cheddar, or voting. I think I chose fucking wisely. I sure did. Ugh. Plus, Delaware is such a blue state. Every candidate I like is going to get elected. Probably. I know. I know so. Yeah. And if they don't, I probably won't know either. I think the real reason you didn't vote is because you're sad that Aaron Carter died. Uh, I am. Yeah. I am sad that he died. There was somebody on fucking uh, some celebrity posts, some shit, and people were reposting. It was like a tweet or whatever. It's like, I can't believe he's gone. It was only yesterday I was on the phone with him. I was like, did you think calling him was going to stop him from dying? You know, it's like, it seems like only yesterday he was still alive. I was like, because yesterday he still was alive. It's like, <laughs> oh, God. You know, you know, you don't pre-die. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Let me ask you this. All right, say someone's a friend of yours, okay? And, like, their mom or dad passes away or their nana passes away or something, you know, you don't you know, I'm not wishing it on anybody. Yeah, it's tough. But how long until you start getting annoyed with them making anniversary posts about it? It depends on the relation. Let's, it, let's say grandmother. Grandmother? Or grandfather. A grandparent. Four years. See, I was going to go ahead and say five. I I was gonna say five too, but that five is a lot. By the fifth, I'm like, all right, come on, get in. Like maybe it's because all my grandparents were dead when I was like real young that I got over super fucking quick because I had action figures. But <laughs> it's just like I can't believe I lost my grandma ten years ago today. It's like, well, yeah, it's because your grandma died ten years ago, and that's how time works, you know. It's like, and she was eighty six. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like. Do you, every year it's like they gotta like bring it up. It's like okay, that's, I'm that sucks that you're sad on the anniversary of death. But why do you have to fucking bum out the rest of the world with this shit? Now, if it's something like a mom or dad, it's kind of a you can kind of, I, I if it's if you had a good relationship, I can kind of accept it in perpetuity. But I know, it depends. I know a girl whose mother passed away. Ah. Uh, five years ago five or six years ago and she's probably posted a picture for mom weekly that's about weird. that i'm like all right you need to go something's up you need to go somewhere yeah you know talk to somebody take something huff something you know whatever it's like jesus christ something's up there it's like yeah i'm not trying to be insensitive it's just that I got a lot of people that I cared about died. I'm not like bringing it to everybody's attention on the anniversary of that date every single time. Well, there comes a point you'll be making a post like once a fucking week. Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, half my friends I grew up with are dead of opiates. And it's like, yeah, I'd be making that post on a weekly basis. Exactly. I'm also old. So most of my relatives that were older than me are dying or getting close to it. So in about a decade from now... It's just going to be me daily. I can't believe Uncle This Guy died. I can't believe Aunt This Broad died. You know, it's just like, 
eventually someone's just gonna be like, all right, shut the fuck up. We get it. Like you're bumming the rest of us out. I like I'm sitting on a shitter. It's first thing in the morning. All I can think about is coffee and how much work's gonna suck. The last thing I want to think about is your fucking meemaw. <laughs> and it's like, and I'm too fucking nice to say anything about it because I actually like you as a person and don't want to get mad. But I honestly, just like shut up. It's like you, you gotta you gotta move on with it eventually. You gotta live life. You gotta accept. I, it. I'm not trying to sound like a fucking hippie, but it's like. If I had kids, or even like fucking younger relatives, and I found out they're making posts about me on a yearly basis after I was dead, I'd be fucking furious. I was like, why don't you go out and eat chicken wings or fucking, you know, play video games or something? Do something more productive. Or than, even less productive. Yeah, then fucking more my dumbass. Distract like, your mind. Exactly. Please, for your sake. I mean, and then if the afterlife's real, I'm going to be fucking pestered on a yearly basis with your fucking stupid, oh, I can't believe Uncle Dennis is dead. I was like, you couldn't? He was 400 pounds and didn't, and it was like, and drank too much. It's like, of course he's fucking dead. It's, it's like, such a shock. Yeah, is you know? It? It really? <laughs> like, you didn't think a guy who looked like me in his 40s was going to die early? It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> It was such a shock, was it? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, no, it's fucking spoilers, but in four years, my relatives are going to be a real bummer to follow on social media. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I'm like, you know, I feel bad for anybody who loses something, you know, like blah, blah, blah. But it's like, at one point, it's like, dude, stop punishing the rest of your friends and acquaintances by reminding them that life is finite <laughs> and we're all going to die soon when the sun explodes. And, yeah. well, social media pushes those posts, too. Yeah. It's like... I just want to watch Russians fight bears. I don't <laughs> fucking want to hear about your aunt that died when you were 10 and you're now fucking 40. It's like, don't you have anything else going on in life other than dead people being around you? <laughs> it's like, dude, like, didn't you win, like, 20 bucks on a scratcher? Didn't you get a nice chicken box from Royal Farms? Anything cool happen? It's like, you're boring. If all you can talk about is dead people. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude. It becomes their personality type. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Go to the fucking food court and freak out the norms. <laughs> so speaking of speaking, freaking out the food food court normies, you got a uh, new tattoo today. Oh, yeah, I did. Speaking of uh, freaking them out for sure. Yeah, I heard it was uh, the cover of the first issue of Sandman by Neil Gaiman. <laughs> and underneath of it is some uh, Sisters of Mercy lyrics. Is that what it is? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. What did you get? No, I picked uh, I picked a pair of uh, those like Halloween plastic vampire fangs uh-huh. off of a flash sheet. And I got uh, Dance in the Decay under it from my old band's record. Because two, two of us have the tattoo. Uh, varying drows tattoos so now i got one too now you're gonna drink the band and they're gonna break up <laughs> well jokes on you <laughs> <laughs> fucking preventative bro- measures on that shit jesus <laughs> we broke up last year <laughs> jesus christ uh no else broke up aaron carter aaron carter. <laughs> <laughs> aaron carter he broke up with the mortal coil <laughs> i was fucking because i had to get reminded who he was by just reading shit i was like is that the one from the boy band or is that the little brother i forgot who, which one he was brother. i didn't know they had a sister who did that shit too me either yeah and so i'm reading about this, this is all wikipedia so he could have been fucking just made up 
you know, we live in the era of fake news, bro. You know, so apparently he accused his. And that's exactly why I didn't vote. <laughs> because it's not real, bro. The only thing is real is birds on hovercrafts. I'm not a sheep, but sheeple. <laughs> but uh, he accused his older sister, the other one that was sings in the family, of raping him multiple times between the ages of like 13 and 15, and just like all oh, like the shit going on in that dude's life. I was like, is this death really that tragic? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if you're one of his loved ones, yeah, sure. It's definitely untimely. Yeah, but it's like if you read that article, that's like the le- that actually was the least of his worries. Like he had a fucking laundry list of issues, and there was like you couldn't be shocked someone like him would cash out a little earlier than seventy five or something. Mm-hmm. I I've always like I've seen him go up and down for a couple of years too. Like he'll go away. Was he on a his- trampoline? He'll go. <laughs> he'll go away for a second, and then he comes back with face tattoos. I'm like, okay, something's up. <laughs> this time he went away and came back with toe tags. Yes. R.I.P. Aaron, a real one, I think. I don't hey. fucking know or care. Sooner or later. It's, it's, you think it's funny when people like him? Well, it's not. Well, it is kind of funny when people like him die, but <laughs> when like people like randos in your life will post like, "Oh my god, it's so tragic. I can't believe Aaron Carter's dead." It's like. What the fuck impact did Aaron Carter have on you in your daily life? Yeah, you. Yeah. It's like, really? Did he touch your life, really? (laughs) I wouldn't be the man I am today if it wasn't for AC. (laughs) Old A-cart. It's like like that, like, I love how, like, when, like, you know, quote-unquote celebrity dies, how fucking maudlin some people get about him. So I can't believe we live in a world without John Candy. I'm like, yo, John Candy had some sick movies. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, we'll find another funny fat guy. You know, it won't obviously be anybody in this room. But, you know, it's like, it's going to go on. We're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. It's like, the people that should be affected by John Candy's death are his close friends and his family. Not fucking Bill from from WSFS Bank. You know, it's like... (laughs) It's like, did you hear he called out of work today? He's like, why? Harold Ramis kicked the bucket. Can you believe it? Harold Ramis? Yeah, we're not going to get that fucking... He was in perfect health. Yeah, we're not going to get that Ghostbusters sequel that was never coming. It's like, Jesus. God, boy, do I hope they make a fifth. Oh, fuck. And, like, I just want to find out... I just want to, like, read one celebrity death on the internet and find it, like, that one day just to see when no one posts about that celebrity... Just to see who that celebrity is going to end up being. That's the day you really die. It's the day people forget your name. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's. They say yeah. there's two deaths in your life. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's the day you die, and then the the second death is the last day someone yeah. says your name. It's like, dude, this guy must have really been a zero because Fat Trina from high school isn't fucking mourning his loss. You know, it's like Jesus Christ. It's like I just like I remember the first time I sat down and watched Goonies. Like, shut up. Everybody does. We were down the beach and we ordered a Grotto's pizza. <laughs> Let me guess. We- it, it was on a screen. <laughs> and I was sitting there with socks on. Like, he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Goonies was a sick movie. And all the, actually, I don't think anybody in that movie is actually dead. Is Corey Feldman dead yet? Not yet. All right. Well, well Mama Fratelli's dead. Yeah, okay. 
So now, you know. Ah, fuck, you're right. It's only, seems like all I was, only 20 <sighs> years ago I was watching Throw Mama from the Train, and now I know <laughs> I can't get that sequel. Like, like, shut up. She had my favorite line in that movie, too, by the way. Throw Mama from the Train? No, it, Mama Fratelli in the Goonies. Which line? So they're, uh, they're first... They're they're first exploring like the 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 dark uh, parts of the town, and they happen upon that like abandoned restaurant. Yeah. After dark, and they all get in there, and the Fratellis. Oh, the Fratellis are hiding out in there downstairs, and uh, they kind of wrangle the kids together, and they make them sit at the table. Yeah. And they're like, "You kids want anything?" <laughs> and they're like, "Water, water, water, water," and they all say, and uh, they bring them like four glasses of brown water. And the kids are like, it's brown. And she goes, it's wet, ain't it? <laughs> Man, what a lot of build up for a not a good payoff that story was. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> listen. There's a movie. You know, this. Uh, it's, it's funny. It's a horror movie. And I feel bad because I was talking shit on horror movie fans a couple episodes ago. <laughs> she was in this movie called uh, uh, Deadly Friend. And do you remember how Buffy the Vampire Star was a movie before it was a TV show? Yeah. It was the girl from that, the one with the big titties, and she ends up. I don't. I don't. I haven't seen this since I originally saw it, which is probably in the nineties at some point. She throws a basketball gets thrown at Mama Fratelli's head, and it just explodes. Her head explodes. Oh man! And it was one of the coolest things I ever saw. And so you know, now I'm really fucking mourning Mama Fratelli because I won't get that deadly friend throw Mama from a train sequel. <laughs> yeah, I was like, but as long as you know. That dude from GameStop can get along and get through his time of fucking mourning. It's like, Jesus Christ. I don't think I ever will ever mourn a celebrity. Mm, nah. The only time I got close was Stan Lee. I forgot he was dead. Oh, yeah. He's like a fucking a million years old. So. He was a fossil when I was young. Exactly. I mean, when I first started reading comics, he was 60-something. You know? So it's like, I knew he was, it was going to happen. But it's like... He'd already retired from writing shit and creating shit. So I was just like, eh. Hell of a run he had. Like, yeah, he gave me, like, my childhood and, you know, and actually adulthood, too, because I still read comic books. But it's like, I didn't know the guy. And I think, like, you know, me going on in this fucking long, drawn-out, you know, typed post about, you know, all that horse shit, it just takes away from, like, people that are really missing him, like his kids, his friends like people actually saw him every day yeah well actually they're probably all dead too don't forget he's fucking 80 he was like 90 something i don't know he did he did associate with younger celebrities so you calling him a pedo no i'm That's calling fucked him, up no i'm calling him fucking yeah. sick he's fucking <laughs> sick <laughs> that fucking sense i think i'm just fucking bent out of shape because my dad's in town and since he got here all he just tells me about is all his friends that are dead and it's like Here's the thing is like I've never met any of these people because they all live in his little fucking goofy village down in Sussex County. It's like, yeah, Melinda's dead. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is, but sucks, bro. You know, that's such a boomer trait. Like they don't. Yeah, they don't come into a room like, yo, I found like thirteen dollars in his pair of pants that I took out of the dryer. You're like fucking sick. They're like, yo, here's a list of 20 names. All of them died within the last month, and I grew up with them. And they're like, fucking Christ, dude. You guys all had to be walking rain clouds? <laughs> no, they, they really do. <laughs> they spread misery around oh, like it's, it's fun. Fucking re- 
Dude, my mom called me out of the fucking blue, which is weird. And she's just like, I was, you've ever heard of a neighborhood called Kensington in Philadelphia? I'm like, yeah, I have. Uh, heard unfortunately, I have. And uh, she's going on about, like, there was a shooting there recently. And uh, <laughs> it's just fucking, it's not funny, but it's funny. She's like, there was a shooting there. I was like, oh, man, that sucks. You know, like, damn, that's terrible. She's like, yeah, and they were showing it on the news, and you should have seen how dirty those streets were. <laughs> I was like, that's what you fucking took away yeah, from seriously. this story about multiple people getting shot on gun, the street. Gun violence. It wasn't that the fucking street was little littered with people bleeding out. It was the fact that it had a lot of refuse on it. It's like, Jesus Christ. Wow, a bunch of people this guy game just started shooting and people got hit and you should have seen how dirty the streets were i'm like like jesus christ <laughs> read the, they don't know how to read the room oh god in Damn any it, sense dude. of the word i hope she never like well i'm sure she has you know cause she's old as fuck but you know watch like disaster footage of like when hurricanes go through town it's like, did you see how terrible that person's kitchen was? I'm like, yeah, there's a fucking bus in it. Like, what do you, what do you fucking want from him? I was sent. Oh, uh, my God. I was sent an article or uh, a screenshot. Not even a screenshot. My mom does this thing where she takes a photo of the screen with her phone's <laughs> camera. <laughs> rather, rather than take a of screenshot. Of like the headline article? Yes. yes. Instead of linking you the actual article so you could read it yourself? Yes. <laughs> Today, it was a... Uh, a 63-year-old woman ki- uh, killed because a deer hit her car. It's And I was like, okay. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like we live in an area where there's a shit ton of deer. That happens, man. And she said, well, because I hit a deer in my car last year and it totaled the car. And she said, you were so lucky. <laughs> You're also like, weren't 63. You probably had better like, you know, reaction time. You know, swat- I wasn't speeding. You swatted away with your huge dick. <laughs> Shut up. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's like it's never like, like my sister's got it fucking right. She'll send me like links to articles and it's like, look at this dog that's friends with a goose. And you're like, that's what I'm fucking talking yes. about. <laughs> like, yo, it's 6 a.m. That's what I want to fucking what read. What the fuck's that called? The Dodo? Send me all kinds of shit like that. What? The Dodo is an Instagram page that specializes oh, okay, okay. in cute animal shit. Yeah, she sends me shit like that. It's like, or it's like, be, like the best Halloween costumes for your dog. And you're like, fuck yeah, dog dresses a leprechaun. <laughs> I am fucking all about this. Not fucking thirty nine people killed in Wisconsin. <laughs> and like, I don't understand why she's so, my mother's so worried about crime statistics in a city she doesn't live in. I mean, yeah, death and you know violence. It's, it's tragic for everyone right you know it's just a tragic thing but it's like you don't live in st louis why are you worried about their crime statistics you don't even leave the county i'm not a betting man by any means uh (laughs) but i would wager that you'll never set foot in the south side of chicago yeah ma yeah and like also you don't know anybody there nope you don't have any family there no friends like, your favorite actor doesn't live there. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Your favorite celebrity. Yeah, you know? He's like, Jesus Christ, Simon Cowell doesn't live there, so who cares? You know, it's like, so why are you, like, she'll send me shit like that. Like, crime statistics for cities we don't live in. Like, she watches uh, Channel 6, which is like a Philly channel. So she tells news. me she, she tells me all about, like, shit going on in Philly. I'm like, why don't you ever care about what's happening in Wilmington? 
where we live. Yeah, where you can <laughs> walk granted, through. Granted, we're fucking so goddamn small of a place. We don't have our own news channel, but, you know. It's like, dude, I did, like, if I lived in Philly, I would probably be more worried about that shit. But it, sho- lo- it shocked me to learn the other day that Wilmington only has a population of, like, 70,000 people. Because most of, like, Wilmington is just, like, business fronts. Yeah. And shit like that. It's a tax shelter. It's all like on the outskirts of Wilmington's where actually people live. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So even like I'd say about fifty percent of the people that say they live in Wilmington live on the outlying area of Wilmington. Yeah, Brand- Brandywine, Fairfax, yeah. Ellesmere, yeah, Willow Run, yeah, Centerville. Marshallton, Newport, and shit yep. like that. Yeah, Ex- yeah, exactly. I mean, I pretty much live in Marshallton, so but I get to say Wilmington because it's on my Zip street code. address, baby. <laughs> But yeah, it's like she gets so worried about. It. It was just funny as shit. She's like, "Yeah, like this guy got out of the car and like shot like seven people." I'm like, "Oh, that fucking sucks." She's like, "You should have seen how dirty the streets were." I'm like, "Whoa, priorities!" Like, God damn, dude. Yeah, there was political signs oh everywhere. My God, people wanted to vote for some fucking reason <laughs> yeah. in this dumb state. Oh God. Like, I can understand she pivoted. Like, yeah, the streets are so dirty because they're running red with blood, you know, or something like that. But it was just like. <laughs> There was just refuse. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, you dingbat? They really like they really are just like fucking parents are just rain clouds, dude. Yes, they like to wallow in misery and they like to bring you in on it. <laughs> like, so I'm actually like doing this thing with my sister now, because she like I said, she sends me like just fucking goofy ass animal videos. I'm like and she's older than me, so I'm like, I can gauge at exactly what age it is that the switch flips oh. and they go from sending you pick you know videos of like a, a squirrel playing a harmonica to just like a laundry list of all their high school friends who are dead and how they die <laughs> it's like it's like do you remember this person no i don't well they're dead their <laughs> aides had leukemia and it got <laughs> shot and it's like <laughs> fuck dude and it's like Oh, my, I love my dad tells me about his dead friends because he's like, yeah, man, crazy. 88 years old. I was like, yeah, it's normally unexpected. I'm like, that's actually a pretty fucking decent run. Yeah, at least behind seven kids, 13 grandkids is like, yeah, this sounds all like a pretty fulfilled life. You know, it's not like he went like he died at, you know, 14 oh, living alone in an apartment you know it's like, damn really geez. wish he could have gotten to, to 14 grandkids you know it's like jesus christ if like, only like i'm pretty sure fucking your buddy lyle's not gonna wasn't gonna make it to fucking outer space soon anyway so oh he like, got he went and got himself turned into a crocodile <laughs> fuck yeah he did <laughs> now in theaters get your asses in there did you see it yet did i did i no no I me either no i didn't because I don't want to because I'm afraid. Uh-oh. I I just I've already pictured how it go, plays out in my head, and uh, I don't want you know the liberal media and uh, the snowflakes and cucks in Hollywood, you know, bring like the draw me into this cinematic masterpiece. And I sit in the theater and watch it, and I just get bombarded with their snowflake agenda and messages, you know. <laughs> about climate climate change and january 6th and or what what is it what did he call what did my old man call it the L, the lgbt xyz 243 crowd i'm like damn dude 
that's fucking clever as shit. You ever think about getting a book published? <laughs> it's like no one's ever made that funny ass joke. He's like, oh, it's not even showing around here. He's like, that is shoving it down your throat. I'm like, all you do is watch like home remodeling things on YouTube. Where the fuck are they shoving that down your throat on like YouTube clips? You fucking zero. Ugh. Ow. I fucking I brought it up on here 30,000 times. The Dream Journal. Yes. The Dream Journal. Which yes. is, like I said before, this is none of this is funny. But you actually... Isn't I, it? I got up to fucking poop in the middle of the night. And you had texted me and I just responded to it. And I was like, yo, this is for the Dream... I'm up to fucking take a poop and push. That's it in the what dream it journal. is. This is for the. That's what you said. Yeah. This is for the dream journal. I was, I was like, I had, I got up to shit and write in our dream journal. Now I'm gonna go back to sleep. But here's, t- it's only two things, and these, like I said, these are not funny. Getting po buddies nerfed, chiseled into the back of your teeth. The back. Just to freak out your dentist next time you go in. <laughs> At um this past Sunday. At 2.30 a.m. was when that was hilarious. Okay. <laughs> you de- I like this timestamp. Definitely write down the time and the day. I don't remember the time it is, but this is the one I, when I texted you back the other day. It was, it was like... It must have been Sunday it night. Not, it was actually early, though. It was like 11.30. Because I remember it wasn't all that late. I like I probably didn't wake him up or nothing. Yeah. But I need more friends named Rob so I can call them Broccoli Rob. <laughs> It's like that guy from uh, from Andy's uh, um, uh, singing troupe in The Office. I don't know. I never watched The Office. I don't like white people humor. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Steve Carell is pretty undeniable in that show. I deny him. Well, I don't. What are you going to do about it? But yeah, Broccoli Rob. Post dude. about it when he dies. Broccoli Rob, dude. <laughs> Broccoli Rob's going to fucking team up with Don Trail Cheesecake. <laughs> And it's going to be... They're, they're going to corner the sides and dessert market. Because the liberal media won't let us make movies like Harold and Kumar anymore. Mm. So we got to settle for Dontrell Cheesecake and Broccoli Rob. Oh, here's a fucking thing that I was just thinking about while pooping the other day. All right. This is a for instance. Or like a what would you do in this situation. Mm. I got pooping thoughts too. Keep going. Okay. I was thinking, if you met a girl... She and she and she checks everything across the board for you. Sure, where it comes to you know, every single thing, like you click on it with her, like in every facet and aspect of life, but. she's a fucking ten. But she only speaks in Family Guy quotes <laughs> and does the Beavis laugh after, <laughs> not after funny things, after everything. <laughs> it's like Tom. I'm really glad we got to spend this weekend together at my parents' house. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that'd be kind of weird. Yeah, it just like that, or like, like you're like you're like like you just know like she's intelligent and like you guys like the same books, you like the same movies, but all she wants to do is like do quote quote, Family Guy quote Quagmire from Family Guy. What would you do in that situation? Would you just keep going, plow ahead, and just hope everything works out, or would you? Hope that one di- just suddenly dropped a hint that maybe she should go brush her teeth with an Uzi. <laughs> I, I don't know. A, <laughs> a perfect 10 out of 10 relationship and like overall person like that. Yeah. Knowing me, I would probably try and ride it out yeah. as long as I possibly could before I fucking, <laughs> before I jumped off a building or 
hopefully she would just grow out of it or something. Because I've actually stopped talking to friends of mine for doing shit like that. As you should. Like, I, I won't name his name because he actually does listen to this show. But the, he's, the reason I don't call you anymore is every time we hang out, you're like, yo, did you see Rick and Morty? And I'm like, and every single time he asks his question. fucking moron. And every single time he asks his question, I say, no, I don't watch Rick and Morty. I don't find it funny. What and should be asking you? What should be like to say, hey, move on to a different topic. Yeah. But no. And he will verbatim lay out the dialogue of the entire or whatever twenty some minute episode, and like and every time like it comes up, he goes like, "You watch Rick and Morty, right?" And I'm like, "You know, goddamn well I don't watch that show." I'm gonna put a bullet in your fucking head. <laughs> yeah, it's just like if you don't listen to me. So, I mean, he and I used to always have these same similar like you know for instances like say you're at a party, you see this girl like this hot goth broad you know across this party, and you're like, "Yo, she is fucking gorgeous." She's wearing, like, a fucking sweet-ass, like, I don't know, shitty band shirt or whatever you like. And you're like, oh, man, I'm going to go talk to her about it. And you get up real close. And as you get closer, you get to her. And you're working up with the nerve to talk to her. You start smelling the smell of, like, hot infant shit. Oh. And you're just like, oh, that's weird. Did somebody bring a baby and it's shit over there? And then all of a sudden, you notice there's no one else around but her. Mm. And, and you're, you're like, dude, it. she's a perfect, like, 20. She's not even 10, she's a 20. And you're like, but she smells like hot baby shit. Do you proceed? I don't think so. Even after a nice, big-ass bottle of Boone's Farm? What is that? That's a wine cooler. Okay. No, I wouldn't think I would. What about something classy, like a box of Franzia wine? <laughs> oh, now we're talking. Yeah, dude. Something. And I always thought it funny too. Is like you know, I was trying to talk to a girl like that, you know, and she doesn't smell like baby shit, but she, but she has the deaf person voice. Oh but no! She's, but she's not deaf. How does that happen? I don't know. It just happens. Uh, brain injury. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> brain injury might help me. You know, <laughs> when I because ha- <laughs> you'd be like, "That guy seems to have his shit together." I'm like, "That's right, baby, I do." When. <laughs> When I got my eggs scrambled a yeah. few years ago, I talked funny for a little bit, too. Damn, so you said I had a shot? <laughs> I shouldn't have paid a benefit show for you. I should have tried to fuck you. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I had to learn how to talk again. <laughs> I got to find a nice girl with a brain injury. What's that? Yes, sweetheart, I do read books with superheroes in it still. Oh, yeah, I'm 43 years old. <laughs> yeah. What's that? You want to come over? Yeah, Gerald, just, you know, I'll, I'll tell my mom to leave the room. You know, just like, yeah fucking christ while uh, while we're pondering things on the toilet i was pondering this very thing on the toilet as well i was sitting in the stall at work you know my safe place it's where i play my iphone pool and you know scroll the internet and somebody approached the urinal and you know started to take a piss nice urinal fart nice do you laugh yes i laugh every single time yes um that's one of the instances where Every time I've like actually gone onto a urinal and I farted <laughs> and somebody laughs. You just talk about it. I just chuckle. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's so silly. It's like. I feel like a fucking Never <laughs> once have I been embarrassed because it's kind of like, first off, you're in a bathroom. So it's okay to do that shit there. It's not like you're in church. It's not like you're at a christening, you know, like up at the thing, like watching a kid get his <laughs> head dunked or whatever the fuck those pagans do. I don't know, man. A nice rumbler on a wooden pew is pretty awesome. That's true, too. It's almost as good as a rumbler on a fucking metal chair. Dude, I... 
Oh, I used to fucking fart on purpose. And do you, have, do you have music class when you were in like school? I sure did. No, uh, the music uh, the music room in uh, <laughs> Warner in, in Warner Elementary School <laughs> had to make these metal chairs. And it would pivot, so when you would fart, you would lean forward, and the fart would just reverberate, <laughs> and it would also travel up your butt crack. It was fucking great. But um, as far as your thing about uh, in, the, in, the, in the men's room, it kind of brings you and that person together, and it's fucking great. Yes. You don't know who he is. He doesn't know who you are, because you're, you're, you're not making eye contact. If I'm standing at a urinal, and someone else is in a stall, well- also, number two, like you were at number two, like oh, you were saying, when you're when you're pissing, uh, like if you push, it kind of engages that fart muscle too. Yeah. So it's it's totally natural for it to happen. You're you're but, so relaxed. Yeah, it's just, it'll squeak out if there's one on deck. Right. Yes. So if I'm if I'm standing at a urinal and I let one out and I hear a chuckle in the stall, yeah. I'd fucking I I break right there and we'd be friends, dude. Somehow. I was fucking pissing at a Wawa. And brag, but um, there's <laughs> nothing I didn't do anything. I was just in there, and there's a guy next to me pissing, and there's a dude in the stall, and he's like, you could tell he's got discomfort. He's like, ah, ah, oh, no. and like the guy next to me is like, fuck, brother, I've been there, man. Good luck. <laughs> Washed his hands and walked out. So like, that's what you know, the fucking men's room, public men's rooms. First of all, they're a great place to meet dudes. You know, put your dick through the hole in the fucking door, you know? But, because, like, there's, like, no judgment. Mm-mm. You just bond over shit. Like, this dude was straining. Instead of, like, making him feel bad for having, you know, uh, maybe he had, like, you know, was eating Indian food the day before and had a hot butthole and just, like, was just struggling with life. That dude was just, he comforted him in his time. And he was just like, yo, bro, i fucking been there, too. You are not alone. A little bit of reassurance You're not goes alone, a long bro. way. You're not alone. And yet, I don't give a fuck. There's no man or man. Uh, actually, I'm sure fucking women, you know, trans, whatever the fuck, you know, everybody. I don't know a single person that doesn't find farting funny. Fart is number one. I mean, like, most women don't find it funny when you do it in public, but behind closed doors, they'll, they'll laugh at that shit. Group, groups of girls together? Yeah. Who are all farting together? They yeah. laugh. Yeah. So, like, I think farting is, like, a universally funny thing. And I actually, the only person I know who do- doesn't find it funny is my mother. And that's why I'm pretty sure she was replaced by a clone about 30 years ago. My least favorite people are the kind of people who don't find a fart funny. Yeah. Like I said, this is also a person that doesn't listen to music when she drives. Right. So she's obviously. It's, it's no coincidence. She's something's, obviously all automaton. Something's up. Yeah, up dude. there. It's, without without fail, the people who are my least favorite in this world usually don't find farts funny. Also, she also doesn't find anything funny. That's that's yeah. I I I have nothing to say. Yeah, this is like like if you can't find fart, you're dead inside. A a, a, a comedian. Well, com- I, I could get could have been molested by every single relative I've ever had, and it still wouldn't push out my love of you know like that. An aptly timed fart. Like, I could be crying while, like, cutting, like, up and down my wrists, you know, and just, you know, slugging my balls with a hammer, you know, and just, you know. You feel the pressure? You know, and then all of a sudden somebody farts, and I'll just be like. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it only lasts for, like, two seconds, and then I go back into loading the, the rifle that I'm po- pointed out the window, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, like seriously. 
Like I guarantee, like remember when that fucking was I think it was at Vegas where the dude was shooting people at a festival outside yeah. of a window. I guarantee your friend in that room with that guy who probably had some really fucked up shit going through his head. A room next door, even. Yeah, and it, and you were just like, <laughs> you know, he'd probably be like <laughs> the, the classic middle school fake fart, and that would have been like like a five second break from the gunfire, and that could have been a life saved. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean. <laughs> I like to picture Ted Kaczynski in the shed, in the woods, making bombs, you know, making fucking, you know, pouring the ball bearings into it, getting ready, you know, to mail it off to somebody to blow him to hell. And he's just sitting in a chair that he made himself. And it just, you know, and it just, (laughs) for those two seconds, he wasn't super pissed at the government or anything. He was just a fucking down ass dude. He had no malice in his (laughs) heart. No malice in his heart. It could defuse any situation. Or, I think, or ignite it. <laughs> dude, they should fucking fire every hostage negotiator <laughs> and replace it. Remember when they used to have like the little kids uh, megaphones that would play, you could play, play like a rap beat on it and shit? Mm-mm. You ever watch, like the dude, they always have, oh, you know, I guess you don't watch Bob's Burgers. Or Not Rick and Morty. While. Not in a while. Like, it's, like, it's like little sound effects megaphones. I'm, like, I know the ones that would go like, yeah, they like had like there's one ones that sound. have fart sounds on it. No I guarantee way. if like you have like a, a whole like hostage standoff. No, no, someone's on the edge of a building in downtown Wilmington, like, and there's people gathered around. He's gonna fucking, he's gonna yeah. jump. <laughs> They're he's putting the, jump. that giant air mattress is underneath the building, and someone just gets on the fucking <laughs> megaphone and just like. <laughs> And he's like, oh, fucking Officer Ted, you, you motherfucker. You oh, me. you fuck, you motherfucker. Want to hit this giant air mattress underneath of me, man? I'm going to fuck get you, dude. <laughs> you know, it was just like, yeah, so fuck hostage negotiation. You know, ACAB. <laughs> but just like replace or, it. Or Ahab. Just, just <laughs> re- replace it with all fucking, like just fart noises. Uh, a, you know? a wise comic. Uh, Giannis Papas once said, all comedians are chasing the fart. We are all second place to the fart. And you'll never catch up. Nope. Never, ever fucking catch up, dude. It's probably like... Uh, An aptly timed fart is... It's gold. It's com- it's comedy gold. Because it's inappropriate, it's silly, and it just it shouldn't be there. And that's what that's all the makings of a great punchline. And that's why I don't understand why it was embarrassing when I was younger and in school. It just sucks when it, didn't, it smells bad. It didn't embarrass me. <laughs> probably because I've never had self-worth, dignity, or any of those things. <laughs> but like, uh, like kids would fart in class and people would be like clowning on the kid. <laughs> sure, he farted. It was fucking awesome. So and people were like, and the person would get embarrassed, turn all red. I'm like, dude, I would be fucking flexing. You know, just like, <laughs> oh, dude. Whatever, dude. People, you know, they're just, they're young. They're fucking, you know, their minds weren't, you know, refined enough to Mm-mm. appreciate true comic genius. Right. They weren't deep enough yeah. yet. Oh, another thing I had in the fucking dream journal, it was an older one that I brought out of retirement, was that I'm no longer going to hang out with people named Edward. Oh. <laughs> because it sounds too much like N-word, and that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's too su- it's too suspect, too close, dude. So I can't watch Terminator Two anymore because you know I can't be down with Edward Furlong. You know, 
Can't watch uh, what's his name, Scissor Hands. Yeah, I can't. I can't watch fucking problematic Scissor Hands. That's the new name of the movie. <laughs> or or the the porn sequel, problematic penis hands. <laughs> problematic penis hands. Damn. That's what you should got in tattooed instead of some stupid ass Dracula teeth. <laughs> problematic penis hands. And then whatever Drowse's dumb record was called. Actually, it's not a dumb record. I actually really hey, like it. Hey, I, I still have <laughs> I room. I actually really like it. <laughs> I still have room on this body. It's not too late. Do you like when people try to like tell you that their tattoos have meaning behind them? And then you look at the tattoo they're talking about. And it's you a just, fucking owl. You should want to like kick them like really fucking hard. Or a fucking dream catcher. This one you know, I got, you know, it reminds me of the day my son was born. And it's like, ugh. Two swallows with X's in their eyes carrying dead roses. I'm like, that reminds you of your kid? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You need help. You're a maniac. At least do something original. Like, I got this to remind me that, you know, I should stay sober and not, you know, do drugs. I'm like, it's like, it's a koi fish. (laughs) Why would a koi fish remind you of that? (laughs) Hey. It's not as good as a fart, dude. No, but yeah, but people like try to like have like like these really just shitty tattoos, and they're like try to act like yeah, everything on my body has meaning. I'm like, no, it doesn't. No, it don't. That's don't why. Lie. That's one that your boy did in his house, charged you twenty bucks for it, and you just thought you were fucking be the man. When I st- I started this huge tattoo on my leg in my buddy's apartment, yeah, for about twenty bucks, yeah, but I'm not gonna fucking wax poetic about yeah, it about like oh well the reason i really got this is i love upside down crosses and it's like i'll tell you the reason why i got this shit right now because i thought it looked cool that's the only reason you should get any tattoo correct yeah because or even less than that because i mean why why'd you get that wanted to <laughs> wanted to <laughs> you already know i wanted to wanted to or i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why why'd you why'd you get that skull with a dagger through it? Wanted a It's like everyone's like, well, why don't you have tattoos? And I'm like, well first didn't off didn't wanna Well first off, you don't paint a fresco on an outhouse wall. And second of all, I don't have any there's no like deep meaning in anything I do or say. It's like why so there's like I would just be wasting it like a tattoo. I'll quote my I'll quote my good longtime friend Kim. You don't put a sticker on a Mercedes Benz. That's right. That's right. So it's like I just I'm not going to get one just for the sake of having one. And that and I just don't want to. Then it really means nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Like I could go spend that on fucking like chicken wings. And that'll sustain you. Yeah. Make and you it, feel better. And it's also chicken wings. Yeah. And then I can be blowing those chicken wings out of my asshole <laughs> in a fucking Rofo bathroom. And some dude at the urinal will fart. <laughs> and yucking it up and with me a and stranger. It, and me, <laughs> just two rascals in a Rofo bathroom chopping it up while their assholes are open, you know? I mean, because I think the, the, the bathroom situation, also that's another reason it's more of a personal bond, too. Because you're bonding with a person who's sitting with his asshole open yeah, on you're, a toilet. You're most vulnerable. And, you're, and the other guy's standing... With his favorite piece in his hand, with his dick hole open, so everybody's at a, a vulnerable spot, you know, and they're feeling vulnerable. Then all of a sudden, just that one thing happens, 
that you share your vulnerability and it brings you together as a, human beings. A nice rumbly bumbly. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> I think I, I think I, you could bring uh, the Democrats and Republicans together with that shit. Just in the middle of like, you know, we'll have like the January 6th hearings and that dude, Benny Thompson, the dude, the fuck, I just, if he just started like ripping them, that'd be fucking sick, dude. <laughs> this is like... Jake and Jelly. Oh, dude. <laughs> What's that dude? Adam Schiff just starts like, just like fucking growling out. I was like, dude, it's like you see here on this footage of this cop shooting this big titted woman in the throat. And it's just, yeah. Fucking what's his, what's his name? Ben, uh, uh, the the slick haired black the slick black haired one. Ben something or other. Kins Kinsinger. No, no, it's Adam Kinsinger. Oh, uh, Ben Shapiro. He wasn't at the January 6th community. <laughs> no, but he would defend. Well, listen, uh, a, a fart is natural. It's going to happen no matter what. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Fart. Feelings are not. Fa- feelings are. Fa- everybody hates Ben Shapiro, right? And you're just, and just interrupt him with a good. Like, everybody hates <laughs> that dude. But I keep thinking, like, I see him. I'm like, yeah, he does look smarmy and fucking he's a little weasel and shit. And I was like, but do you ever see the picture of his sister's tits? No. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Holy shit. Dude, it looks like she has two, like, sea lion heads under her shirt. They're just big, round, and awesome. Look up Ben Shapiro's sister's tits. You know what? I heard that he does have a sister, and I heard that she looks just like him. No, I don't know what the fuck she looks like. Between neck and abdomen, though, I know exactly what the (laughs) fuck she looks like. There's even one of her when she's pregnant, so they're all fucking juggly. (laughs) <laughs> oh dude i'm just like yo so every time like he's on like some whatever show saying whatever dumb shit he says i'm just like damn she does look what mm. like while he's fucking yammering on those things are probably oh just, my god yeah those probably are just jelly juggling at at her house look at that that's what i'm saying she's the hero exactly he's the shapiro <laughs> <laughs> the, sh- the shazero Dude, they do look a lot alike. Scary. Yo, if Ben Shapiro had big ass tits, I'd probably be more inclined to pay attention to what he says. <laughs> I saw a really funny face swap <laughs> of like Angela White's body with him on it. It was so funny. Yo, don't you fucking talk about my future wife. Dude, I love her so much. <laughs> talk about <laughs> I love her so much. Ange, call me, baby. <laughs> I hope you don't talk shit on her like you did at Victoria Cakes. I would never besmirch Victoria Cakes. Well, now, see, what if you met Victoria Cakes, right? I would say. And, like, this is after you guys have been texting for, like, let's say, like, three months, and all you're talking about. Like, uh, you, I thought you meant, like, going in cold, like, oh, hello, Mrs. No, Cakes. No, 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 no. Like, you've been, like. Mrs. Cakes. She, is, just, <laughs> she straight up just DMs you one day because she knows you started following her, like, Instagram account. Oh, she slides in mine? And she, and she, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, yo, dude, I see you, like, typo negative. Like. Let's talk about how great Peter Steele's Ding Dong is and how fucking sketchy his old lyrics are. Boy, and, are they. And you're it? like, yo, okay. And then you guys are just bonding, talking, and she's like, yo, do you like cheeseburgers? You're like, I fucking love cheeseburgers. She's like, what's what's your favorite kind? And you just fucking you hit, you it, hit it, off. it off and everything, right? And then you finally, like, you know, you go and see her. She's like, yo, you should come out and hang out with me. You see, go, you Done. hang out. You get off the plane. She's there with a sign at the airport. It just says dead balls on it and you know you're like oh fuck there she is dude there she is you know like your palms are sweating you're getting all goofy and shit she looks like an angel and you just get super close to her and she's like hey tom what's up 
<laughs> and you're just like, what? Excuse me? She's like, oh, I was just thinking, I was just laughing at because I was uh, watching Rick and Morty before your plane landed. Fuck. And would you, what would you do? I would power through it. <laughs> it's Victoria fucking cakes. Oh, Vic cakes. But yeah, like that's the kind of shit that would happen. Like if I ever, like, I don't know, dude. If I ever met Angela White in public. And she goes, <laughs> or I get close and she, like, and she smells like infant shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, and I go close, and all of a sudden that sexy, sexy Australian accent just gives way to, "Hey, we got with me, Angela White." I'm like, "Wait a second, <laughs> have I been bamboozled? <laughs> have I been high load? <laughs> <laughs> There's skullduggery going on around here. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. Like, I yeah, I'd, I'd plow through it. I'd plow through it. You gotta. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe like maybe actually, you know what? It might trigger like a latent kink in me that I don't haven't discovered yet. Ooh, we just you know? talked about this. I wish I wish I could find one like that. Now every time I see a girl that has like glasses on and the, but the stem of the glasses kind of looks like a hearing aid, I just plump up for no reason. <laughs> I was like, oh, you just fill up instantly. Yeah, just, just like, <laughs> there's a bump in the front of my pants. Like why? I know now. It was just like yes, <laughs> dude. Oh fuck. Man, because it's actually, actually, that'd be a perfect situation for me because she can't hear any of the dumb shit that comes out of my mouth. Hopefully, she's blind so she can't read my dream journal. Easy and, to hide a fart, too. And you hear about great things like Dontrell Cheesecake <laughs> and uh, Broccoli Rob. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably like, he's so insightful and smart. <laughs> it's just me turning her volume down <laughs> behind her ear. <laughs> Oh, fuck, well, dude. While we're talking about well-endowed women. Oh. I have an entry for evil tits. Oh, shit. This well, week. Who do you got for me? This week, we have none other than best-selling children slash fantasy author. Stephen King. J.K. Uh, Rowling. Ooh. Hmm. Now. Remind me what she got in trouble for. Now, Ms. Rowling fell under some controversy jk if you're nasty you could say joe if you're nasty oh is that what it stands for joe i guess so. daniel radcliffe referred to her as that oh uh in june of 2020 uh she first retweeted an op-ed piece that discussed people who menstruate apparently taking issue with the fact that the story did not use the word women so it was inferring that people who menstruate are not or People who menstruate does not necessarily mean that they are a woman. Okay. She followed that up with a few uh, rants. People who menstruate, I'm sure there used to be a word for those people. Someone help me out. Wimben, wimbund, womund, opinion, (laughs) creating, uh, creating, oh, it's just COVID-19 stuff. Anyway, (laughs) the initial. Wait, she was blaming menstrual stuff on COVID-19? It was some other unrelated article. Okay. So she followed it up with a rant because she had to come to her own defense. If sex isn't real, there's no same-sex attraction. If sex isn't real, the the lived reality of women globally is erased. I love trans people, yada, yada, yada. So it isn't, it isn't hate to speak the truth. The idea that women like me who've been empathetic for decades feel kinship because they're vulnerable, i.e. the same, the, the same way women 
women to male violence hate trans people because they think sex is real and has lived consequences is a nonsense. So she got a lot of backlash. So she was initially insinuating that trannies aren't real. I think she was insinuating that you can't just say that anyone can be a woman because they don't have the same lived experience. Mm. Mm. And the co-stars of, or the stars rather of Harry Potter threw her right under the bus (laughs) or not so much threw her under the bus, but they, uh, they followed it up pretty swiftly with some tweets of their own, uh, just stating that, you know, they all said the same kind of vocabulary words. Trans women are women. Yeah. Trans women are women. And sure, they're women too. Right. But like a Hollywood. You can tell because they complain a lot. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit. It's going over the stand, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, boom, boom. LGB, one, two, three. (laughs) LOL. But it's funny that you mentioned Stephen King. I mean, of course they got to step aside like the. They got to throw under the bus. It's like if, you, if you're out. They got to distance themselves. If you're out at the bar and like your one friend is just like, you know what? I think I could fuck up every bouncer in this place. <laughs> of course you're going to take 17 steps to the left. And you're just like, you know what? I'm just go over here and see if I get myself some cheese fries. Yeah. Like these are young kids. They have careers to look after. They're not going to fucking attach themselves to that. But Ooh. I just think it's funny that she believes in magic but not trans people <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i don't really n- I, I was never a harry potter person but i did see one in the theater i went and saw that one prisoner of afghanistan or whatever and uh because a buddy of mine wanted to go and it was opening night too and he's like yo i don't have anybody to go with me will you go with me and i'm notorious for i will see any movie i don't give a fuck you're like, yeah, you want to go to see this movie? I'm like, yeah, I'll go, whatever it is. Really? So we're okay. in this movie. It's like 1130 at night, too. And there's like little kids in there, and they're just fucking yapping. And one of them just goes, look, mom, Harry Popper, superstar. Like, <laughs> like out of nowhere, right? Was and that it, little it, kid Brandon Watkins? <laughs> and the, the far back of the theater, you hear somebody who's obviously older go, shut the fuck up, bitch! And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, dude. And like... Me and the dude I went with are just fucking <laughs> laughing our asses off. Were, were you at the Newport Movies 10? <laughs> As a matter of fact, we fucking were. And the and the fucking thing is, like, this guy just yells it from the back. He's like, shut the fuck up, bitch. And, like, the kid doesn't react, respond. He just, like, didn't go. Oh. He follows up with, give me some popcorn, mom. Harry Popper. And just, like, that kid's going to be president one day. And it's, like... <laughs> I guess like there was like some kind of like creature that was like, it was like I don't know some monster thing came up on the screen. He's like, "What's that creature? There's no werewolves in Harry Potter, Mom or Harry Popper. I'm sorry, Popper." And the guy again in the back just goes, "Shut that fucking kid up!" Oh my god! And like, listen, but it was funny at the time, but now I'm like, you know what, man? That dude's probably like a working stiff. You know, he's got to get up early as fuck in the morning, but he really loves Harry Potter. Even though he's an adult, you know, but, you know, and I read comic books, but, you know, and he's like, you know what, man, I can get this in. I'll get home. I'll still get like a good four hours of sleep before I have to get up, you know, and go into work or whatever. I'm going to fucking do it, dude. I'm going to live. And he's trying to sit there and just enjoy his movie. And there's some fucking little kid that shouldn't be out that late just yapping. 
yapping being the operative word. So I thought it was, you know, inappropriate yet funny at the time. But now I'm like, I think I'm kind of siding with the dude. But um, back to the topic. JK. JK. What does that stand for? Uh, I could find it, but I don't want to. <laughs> it's ironic. It, it stands for Jacqueline Kegels. That's what it is. It's funny that you bring up Stephen King because he's he's involved in this caper as well. Don't you talk about my boy Steve like that. Uh, J.K. Rowling repeatedly deleted a gushing tweet about Stephen King after the renowned horror writer tweeted in support of trans women. Yeah. He said... Uh, what what? Here's what went down. Uh, King retweeted a message from Rowling's account. Men often react to women's words, speaking and writing, as if they were acts of violence. Some men react to women's words with violence. Rowling tweeted that on June 28th. It isn't hateful to speak of women or their experiences. Uh, in defense, she, uh, Rowling sent a tweet that was then delivered or deleted. Sorry. And today, this is fucking, this is a zero article, by the way. Yeah. Well, uh, Stephen King replied to somebody saying that trans women are women. And basically the long and short of it was that JK <laughs> uh, was like, fuck that. And then deleted the tweet afterwards. Oh. But she got caught because screenshots exist. Yeah. And I just think that's so funny. It'd be funny if, like, the, the, the tweet she deleted was like, Stephen King, shut the fuck up, you hippies. Chicks don't have dicks. You know, just something like that. And King is, let's see, 2022. He's, like, 74. He's old as shit. Leave him alone. He's an old-ass hippie. So, let me see these these quote-unquote evil tits. What do you got for me? Ah, uh, yes. Oh, dude, I love pale redheads, too. Something. There's something special about him, huh? Yeah. Where's another one? Give me. I need like one or two more before I render. I think a decision. that's the same photo. Before I render a decision on this. Now I can't get fucking Ben Shapiro's. Oh, okay. Professionally low cut shirt, and let's do one more. J.K. I'm not. She wasn't kidding about these. Jesus. Yep, she gets a pass. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a fucked up way of thinking, you know, whatever. But it, uh, it's not. Here's the thing: if I met a, if I met a girl with like some nice red hair, pale as shit, with big old fucking, you know, sweater meat, you know, <laughs> just big ass chesticles and shit. And, you know, all of a sudden she's like, hey, you want to come back to my apartment and see my giant-ass dolphin forehead titties? <laughs> I would just be like, yeah, all right. Then as soon as, like, I sit down, she's like, there's sure are a lot of blacks out on the street these days. I'd be like, ah, ha, ha, ah, ha, ah, ha. so about what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. What were we talking about earlier? How the Jews, like, no, how we were talking. Like, I would... No matter what she would bring up, I would try to find a way to just like, you know. Okay, Kanye, let's get you to Or bed. just pretend I didn't hear it. I would just fucking be a total fucking hypocrite piece of shit and just be like, oh, uh, yeah, whatever whatever you say. Yeah, push them together. Yeah, pull, <laughs> go, it, what's that? Yeah, oh, yeah. 
Uh, chicks can have dicks. Whatever you say. Yeah, push, push together. Yeah, spit on me. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, dude, for older girl too, man, and not to mention she's a published auteur. She give me the lifestyle I'm accustomed to. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if she can give me a like. Get, let me hang out with Daniel Radcliffe now, but yeah, Jesus Christ, she's like an older version of Ron Howard's daughter, who's also a fucking ten in my book. I don't think she she looks like a fetal alcohol syndrome Barbara Streisand with weird cheeks. You're not talking, like, you're not giving me any bad points there. Because, <laughs> A, fetal alcohol syndrome, fucking hot as shit. Barbara Streisand, that beak, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah, I'm in. Dude, Babs is hot, too, by the way. I mean, I would, honestly, I would marry J.K. Rowling and just constantly find a way to swerve the conversation away from topics like <laughs> wizards <laughs> hey, like let's, let's talk less about the trans and more yeah. about the wizards can you believe like they want to use this same bathroom how do you feel about orcs what about the bathroom <laughs> that has a chamber of secrets hidden yeah. in it and how about that yeah what do you think about that have you ever heard of a basilisk <laughs> yeah. you fucking- do you know what do you know about a golem like yeah <laughs> oh fuck that'd be fucking great or i was like oh god this one chick, this was a guy in a dress on Jeopardy the other day. I was like, hey, did you read that new Stephen King tweet? And I was like, I would just, my whole life would be staring at her tits and swerving the minefield. Just goading her. Just swerving the minefield of her fucking thought process. And you know what? I think in the end it'd be worth it. I wouldn't, yeah, I'm sorry. I'd give her a fucking solid pass. I mean, as somebody who's also said and done reprehensibly stupid shit before yeah i've done it today i give her a yeah yeah pass too yeah she's also a gajillionaire yeah so that helps and i am a fucking i'm a shallow piece of shit shallow money whore i could i could overlook that for a couple bees i mean if i like think about the things that were coming out of my mouth between like i'd say like 1995 and like 2003 i'm probably not that much better than her (laughs) So it's like, mm, yeah, she wants to put those things in my face all day. I'll be like, all right, yeah, whatever. You want me to mow the lawn too? Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> like, if she's like, I'm like, hey, I want you to wear a black face while you do it. I'm like, all right, all right, hand me the shoe polish. You know, it's like, yeah, I think, actually, you know what? I'd have to hear, like, she's, she's British, right? Yeah. I'd have to hear the accent. She's in, like, she's proper I'd English. have to hear the Oh, so it's like that nice accent. Yeah. Because if she had that cool, blimey like accent. She's not cockney by any means. No. That actually might talk me out of it. <laughs> now, if be, she had be, that. You fucking blind. If she had that and the deaf talk. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Swing. I'd be fucking constantly leaking vinegar, dude. Oh, my God. Oh. I don't know. Something about girls that talk fucked up. It's like, because like I know I I don't have the balls to be with a girl that's like a real danger factor, like a girl that would like you know stabs people or fucking an arsonist or something. So I'm like, you know what? 
I'll just shack up with a regular old homophobic racist. You know, that'll be that's that'll be how I live on the fucking edge. <laughs> that'll be how I approach the outlaw life. Ah, one can dream, dude. Mm-hmm. What do you say? What? How? Why don't you do some? Why don't we do some homework? Oh fuck, homework. Um, first off, we had a guest last week, John Lowe, wonderful boy, good boy, mm-hmm. and he brought some records. Don't you? Do that again and I'm fucking quitting. God damn it. It's a weekday. Why are you doing this to me? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I want to just fucking. <sighs> Let's get into John's suggestions. Every, everything Kanye said about the Jews is true about you. <laughs> um, John brought some suggestions at the table and it really made me question my friendship with him. <laughs> um, he brought... Um, Fuck. Let's start with Summerlands. Let's start with no Summerlands. Okay, that shit is garbage. You're so goofy for that opinion. That like that shit. I didn't like that shit in the '80s, and I don't like it now. Here's what I wrote down about that. Okay. What can't Brendan Radigan do? Who the he's, fuck is that? He's the singer. He's a better singer than most people uh, who do that genre, including his '80s counterparts. Yeah, but I didn't like his '80s counterparts either. Yeah, but he did it better than all of them. So what? The record... Oh, what John said is also completely untrue. Uh-oh. It doesn't remind me of Judas Priest, really. It's it's 80s metal, but modernized and better. Well, it's, it's kind of like Judas Priest in that it's unlistenable. Well, it also sounds like it's from outer space, and it's cool. I, yo, you fucking quit talking shit on outer space, all right? <laughs> First you talk shit on fat people, now you're talking shit on outer space. It's like, dude, you better... You're fucking... It's oh, dude. It's, cla- it's 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 a great take on classic metal and it's kind of like Candlemass meets Fighting Dragons and it's not corny. Well, first off, I wouldn't be smirch Candlemass like that because they will never be able to write songs like Bewitched and they don't wear fucking cool druid robes. <laughs> and no, that shit was just it's just it sounds like guitar center metal to me. Okay. Just like, like it's just this is fucking. It's the new wave of British heavy metal part two by some doinks from the East Coast, and I just don't it's for slaying dragons. It's cool. I don't give a fuck about slaying dragons, not in music. Like I just don't care. I bet it was dumb when Manowar did it too. It's dumb when any band does it. The only band you can sing about slaying cool shit is fucking Bolt Thrower. Okay, I'll accept that. <laughs> Let's get into Chubby and the fucking gang. Oof. Now this one, this one made me question John Lowe as well. Yo, but I got John, one positive thing to say about Chubby and the gang. Okay. That's a fucking stellar band name. Uh, not bad. <laughs> not too <laughs> it's shabby. A stellar band name. And I kind of got me excited to check it out. And now I just wish I had Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> <laughs> when... As a as a showgoer in the Northeast for a long time now, I've seen many iterations of John Lowe uh, writing music, and that man can write riffs. Oh yeah, he can. But this made me question him as a human, <laughs> much much less a musician. With this record, uh, I listened to that record he recommended, Mutt's Nuts. Uh, for I, some, I for think s- I listened to the wrong album. I think I listened to something different. Well, for some reason, I liked the singer, even though it's not my wheelhouse at all. Um, 
the riffs are very elementary, if that makes any sense. It makes perfect sense. And They're dumb riffs. Let's see. I got three songs in, and as Same. soon as as soon as I heard the tambourine, I was out. For, for me, it was like forty genres smushed together, but none of them done well. I I couldn't believe what I was listening to. I was like, this is that band that everyone's talked about all yeah. my life that I've never heard. So that's yeah. That's why I was convinced that either like there's something I'm missing and I'm wrong, or just everybody's stupid. It it can't be us. It can't be two of us. Of course us. not. It's not two fucking dickheads on a fucking Tuesday in a basement talking about J.K. Rowling's yubblies problems with chicks with big dicks. It's not us at all. Yeah. I, so yeah, he's not getting invited back. <laughs> and but, but make sure you listen to the episode he just did. He's a good boy. Yep. And uh, we have our own homework as well. I was. Uh, You've been shirking on your homework, dude. Well, I was. A, that's why I doubled up on the musical homework. Well, but I wanted to start with Phil Hanley's special. Okay. Because I fucking loved it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's a bummer that it was only forty-five minutes long because it was so funny. And it seemed short for forty-five too. Yeah, it did. It started immediately with a hilarious opening joke. Yeah. Uh, I was a big fan of the school picture day backdrop. Yes. <laughs> All I needed was like the laser lines and shit. Or the fake brick. Uh -huh. Yeah. I also wrote down crowd work beanie guy. I don't. Oh. I don't remember why, but that guy seemed. I think that guy was a cunt or something. No, he was clowning because he was like dressed for summer, but he was ah, wearing a beanie. That's right. He looked like a fucking oh. dumb dumb. I. And I love how he just he'll he'll his crowd work is him just blatantly hitting on women in front of their <laughs> yes. husbands and boyfriends <laughs> and girlfriends and wives or whatever. Sorry, JK, I had to be inclusive. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, and he just sits there and will just fucking just hit on him. And it's fucking hysterical. He full-on hit on that girl that was in the front <laughs> who was like, oh, I'm I'm friends with such and such who was, who works here or something. And he was like, so what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Basically. <laughs> oh, fuck. And the last thing I wrote down was, it was a great smattering of crowd work, but still wrought with awesome material. I uh, I love that special. I wish it was longer. I my favorite joke on there when he was is actually one of the clips he uses too. Is uh, he's talking about how he used to be a male model, and how I couldn't believe that was true. And to how he telling people that you're a male you used to be a male model is harder than telling people you're gay. <laughs> yeah, he's like because every time I say. I I used to be a model. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah, prove it." Where's the pictures? He's like, "When you tell people you're gay, they don't ask for that." <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a good ass joke. I was that was fucking great. And I, I like the fact that like I love all types of comedy. Don't get me wrong, but it's been a long time since I've seen a special of quick one and done jokes. Not no real story jokes or like just jokes you know, or stuff like that. It's just joke after joke after joke after joke. Mm -hmm. it, it, it was it's it's a great fucking it fucking ruled. Yeah, my musical homework. I have two records to report on. The first one I listened to in the gym because I figured it would be appropriate, <laughs> and that was Fury of Fives. No reason to smile. Yeah. Uh, what year did it come out? Two thousand mm, late nineties. Okay. It's 97, maybe? I could find out. Well, anyway, it was definitely 90s-ish because, good fucking lord, do I hate long song intros. Oh, they love those. Yes, they fucking do. 
one inch one intro on the first song was like two minutes long it was the intro to the album get get on with it (laughs) start the song come on stick man (laughs) to the no that's not right no because i think the one after that came out in 2000 well it was probably just uploaded to spotify in 2022 there are some great riffs on the record but the songs maybe not no the songwriting is hysterical in what way there it's funny what like cats making friends with ducks or like people falling downstairs stick man singing (laughs) i fucking love it i love it so much stick man singing genuinely is peak comedy that's a thing that's another thing i wrote down i love it i love this i love the 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 harsh vocals i love the clean vocals i love fury of five but he lost me when the rapping started becoming a major part of their you know songwriting thing like in the last two albums after that one like that's when rap verses yeah that's when i kind of was like all right i'm out dude sorry bud but Uh, i fucking yeah i love that record and i will not fucking apologize for my love of it that song unreal is a good song uh that song every man for himself made me laugh my fucking balls off that song's so good and then i was pleasantly surprised by the sweet breakdown in it yeah and the last thing I had written is the bass tone is psychotic on that record. Psychotic, good or bad? Like, just psychotic, like insane, certifiable. In what way, though? The effect is crazy. It makes no sense. It's silly. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the fact that I'm not a musician. I can't really pick out why. <laughs> it's, it's goofy. I fucking love that record. It's, and I will die on that hill. I probably won't listen to it again. <laughs> that Early Fury of Five is unfucking touchable. I don't give a shit. At War with the World was way better than that record. Like, I would smother my mother with a pillow if, <laughs> if that song Deadhead comes on. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I love you, but you got to go. Oh. One other thing I loved about that record is the, the liner notes, because they do something that I only remember seeing Slayer do before. Where it'll have the lyrics for sheet, right? But then, like, you know, verse, verse. Then it'll be like, solo, like, Chico, solo, Jay. You're like, you know, like, they, you, <laughs> they credit themselves they credit on the solos. Who did the sol- which <laughs> solos in the song. Oh, which guitar player played yeah. them? Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> thank God they clarified. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I like, now it's like, maybe not. I was wondering. Cool, but when I first saw that, like, in the 90s, I was like, this is dope. This is dope. I was like, when the fucking the thanks list is bigger than the fucking lyrics, I was like, "This is awesome! I love this Oof. record. I'd fucking love that record, dude. I don't give a fuck." No, my other homework assignment was "Today Is the Day," Temple of the Morning Star. Yeah. That record fucking ruled. Yeah, I listened yep. to it like four times. Yeah, that's that's a record for crazy people. And I'll continue listening to it too. It was fu- <laughs> first thing I wrote. <laughs> fucking weird. Love it already. Yeah, very heavy. I can obviously see where Converge got their influence, like yeah. you said. Uh, it sounds a lot like what Gehenna wished they were. <laughs> I fucking love Gehenna, too, though. That song, Miracle Rules. Yeah. And it sounds very ink and daggery, even. I, lo- I don't know about that, but I love... It does. It sure does. That Yeah, that record just sounds like music made by certifiably insane people. It's, uh, well... Uh, 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 today is the day walked so Ink and Dagger could run. Yeah. I see where that comes from. And today does it much better. 
I think. I like Ink and Dagger too, but today is definitely was, better at it. I was it. never an Ink and Dagger fan. Eh, that's fine. They're fun live though. I will give them that. I like that record a whole fucking lot. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good fucking record. It's funny as a. Uh, that's the first record. Like he, there's like five albums before that, and this one he's like he always had the same drummer and bass player. The, or all the early records, and this one he was like he just kicked everybody out, mm. and decided I'm not getting a bass player this time. I'm getting a keyboard player. And just went full in on it. <laughs> and you're just like... And dude, like, I saw him... And there, there were three-piece on that record. Really? Yeah. It's a guitar player, a keyboard player, and a drummer. And that's it. What and the fuck? I got to see those songs performed live on that tour. And that it was just fucking absurd. Because, like I said, like, I took part in the, one of the show that came through Delaware. I didn't book it, but I just helped out. And, um... They were one of the first bands to come through our, like like our venues to bring full cabinets. This is today we're talking about? Today is the day, uh-huh. yeah. Because back then, like all the bands we had been booking up to that point were bringing like fucking... Half stacks? Know, half stacks and shit like that. These dudes brought full stacks. And we're just like, I didn't know they could get that big. Because <laughs> we were still... I was still... I didn't know what the fuck was... I don't know any shit about guitars and stuff, but I was like... Well, when you see a half stack and you yeah. hear how loud they are at shows, and then you've never seen a full stack before, and you're like, wait, there's two? But we had shitty rented PAs, mm-hmm. which we used at every show we booked, and they showed up with their own PA system and everything. They brought everything themselves. No shit. And you That's know That's a mark of a pro. They're better off for it. Because mm-hmm. that translated incredibly well live. Well, that's the whole reason they do. People do shit like that. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Now it's like, damn, I wish more bands fucking did that. And yeah, but just watch that record came out of three people, and they can, the same three people could translate it live too. Like I, I, I guess there's pedals and shit that he used to make the guitar sound. There's still there's still shit you got to do with your feet and manipulate while you play though. That's impressive yeah. too. Yeah. That, that's, and I sure as fucking shit can't do that. <laughs> is it, that's the reason. That record's the reason they're one of my top five bands of all bands. I can barely keep up with the double pedal Jesus metal as it is. <laughs> Let's see your Summerlands do that with the chubby gang. <laughs> Summerlands is definitely single pedal shit. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not, I'm not talking shit on single pedal because you can still play heavy with single pedal. Sure can. Absolutely. And but... You, I assigned you homework as well. I did, and I'm not happy about it. Okay. So I I tried to listen to Hard Lore. I made it. I actually listened to the episode with uh, a band I'm actually was curious about because I like their records and I don't know anything really about them. They did an episode with people from Regional Justice Center. Ian, and, yeah. Yeah, and I made it 20, 30 minutes maybe. Huh. And I was like, this is fucking dull. I thought it was, I think that show is so funny. I just, I just, I think I'm also, I don't have a high opinion of one of the dudes who does the podcast and maybe I was just tainted by it, you know, maybe because eh. I am one of those fucking petty little asshole people. You're a grudge holder. I'm just, yeah, I'm just like really petty at certain shit. So maybe it's me, right? You know, I just think the young brothers are dorks, but, uh, I was just like, yeah, yeah. I'm. I it can, didn't tickle you. Okay. I was like, sorry, Tommy. I gave it 20, 30. I mean, it's an I, honest I try go through. But I was actually <laughs> generally cute. I, I wanted to like learn shit about Regional Justice Center because it's just one of those. They're one of those bands where they're just like, uh, there's like I didn't know anything about them, but I saw a lot of people like posting the record, and if like certain people's opinions I trust, 
I'll actually just write down, write it down or take a note of it and like, I'll go check it out later. So I was like, all right, well, let's go see what this band's actually all about as people. And then I just like, I was like, well, that wasn't the show to do it on. That's for sure. I did appreciate the fact on that episode though, was, uh, the, the two hosts of the show were talking about Halloween candy and Ian from RJC goes, what are you guys? Nine years old. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't know, man. Candy's still awesome. Even in your older years, but, but debate to debate about it. Yeah. Oh, debating about candy is like, I don't know. We did just kind of do that our last episode too when we were talking about Skittles. But, uh, we, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I couldn't get into it. And then, Fine. uh, you recommended The Now Now. Oh, yes. I'm curious what you thought about that record. I didn't like it. Really? I didn't like it. Um, it's got the recipe for stuff I like. Yeah. I was like, what the? You know, so I see where you're coming from recommending it to me. You know, I get you, you know, but, um, nothing grabbed me off of it that is shocking one of the first well the first thing that put me out was the was the for the fake drums for some reason it was just like it was just this is going to sound stupid but there's fake drums that sound more organic like actual real drums and i can get past that shit but normally i hate fake drums even but if and if you have fake drums the music has to be completely stellar for me to overlook it. And just that was caught me off first. The girl's voice was great. Yes. Like, I love it. But, yeah, just no song grabbed me. No, it just, there was like just no feeling to it for me. It was just kind of bland. Very, very radio friendly. Yeah. those sing- The singles fucking go. And yeah, I just it wasn't awful and it wasn't wasn't bad music. It was just like eh I was just indifferent towards it. And like That's I, so shocking to me. I don't know, maybe I don't know, maybe caught me in a shitty mood that day, but I just yeah, I could not get into it. Well, if you give it another try, you give it another try. Yeah. But you did your homework, so that's what matters. I hated the name too. Uh I'm not crazy about saying like, Oh, what are you listening to? Oh, this band now now. And people look at you like, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I just, yeah, just did nothing, did nothing for me. But yeah, like I understand why you would recommend it to me because it does have recipe for shit I do like. Yeah. Female singing, some sad songs. But it's just, as like the, the word I keep wanting to use, I don't know if it's the proper term, is cookie cutter. It was kind of like a paint by numbers record. And I just, yeah, I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. But. Oh, you brought me your deal, though. Thank you. Oh, what a good boy. Yeah, what do you think of that fucking Summerlands record, Elliot? It's fucking trite nonsense. <laughs> I know, right? That's what I was saying. Oh, uh, what do you got for me this week, then? Oh, well, since I gave you fucking heavy and homicidal weirdo shit last week, musically, there was an era in the, the Revelation Records catalog I'm listening. where they got away from the typical straight edge youth crew shit, you know, cl- like classic style hardcore or whatever you want to call it. You know, t-shirt over the hoodie youth, shit. The youth crew shit. And they got into some real like post-hardcore borderline pop punk shit. Mm-hmm. And there was a band that kind of like was never like top of the game that, but for some reason, and I normally hate poppy music. 
but there is a band called Garrison that put out a couple records on Revelation and specifically the record called Be a Criminal. Hmm. And it is, I don't know if this is the proper term, but kind of mathy. All right. Like it's kind of like a math rock mixed with like. It's complex. Like post hardcore. Yeah. Okay. But, and it's got, but it's got like kind of pop punkish vocals. Not in the. Is the, it sing song or something? Not wah, 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 girls leave me type incel songs. But just, you know. It's it's an interesting record because like, it fits in with all the bands that Revelation was put at, putting out at that time, like the post hardcore stuff, this pseudo pop punk type stuff, but a little bit different, a little heavier. Uh, fuck. But this was just like a really just well done album, and it's also kind of like a, a concept record. Every song, all the songs are about the stages of planning a crime. I like this. Like the beginnings, like the planning of the crime. The middle is the execution of the crime. The end of the the record is getting away with the crime. Hence the name, I and suppose. Like the last song's about learning to deal with what you've done in the crime and shit. And then like all this. And so it's like kind of like, I guess you'd call it a concept record. Or I would. So it wasn't like the typical lyrics about like, oh, this girl won't fuck me or this girl's mean to me or... And, I'm going to hit you with a smiley. Yeah, all that shit. You know, my heart was burning. Horse shit. And it's just... fucked me over one last time. It's got some fucking gnarly-ass drumming, too. Okay. Like, it's rarely the the typical punk beat ever. And it's just like... It's just really well done fucking just poppy-type music. It's kind of like... It's kind of like like the math rock meets indie rock type shit. Yeah, I'm super in. But it's good. Um, Comedy-wise... I wanted to get away because I noticed I've been kind of dick hugging the East Coast on all my recommendations. I mean, actually, mostly the, the Northeast too. So I kind of wanted to veer off into other areas of the fucking nation. And this guy's actually kind of known and popular. This dude named Kyle Kinane. Ah, good wreck. He's got a special. I think it's a 2021 special. It's on YouTube. It's called Trampoline in a Ditch. <laughs> and. If you if you, are you familiar with him? I know his name, but I haven't dove into his. He's the dove. voice. He's the voice of Comedy Central. All that gravelly voice, you know, overdubs about what's coming on South Park. That's his voice. Okay, but he's just a fucking silly ass comedian. Like it's more silly. It's not like the typical, you know. Comedy recommendation is Kyle Kinney. Yeah, trampoline in a ditch. Okay. Um. And then so, what do you got for me this week? So this week. Uh, like I was going to say, it's not, well, since it, uh, if, if you're interested in, uh, uh, members of regional justice center, uh, are you familiar with Axe to Grind? No. Okay. Well, in that case then, uh, is it, this a band or a pod? It's a podcast. Okay. Uh, Ian from Regional Justice d- uh, did a pod for a short time with one of the guys from that show, right. and it's called "I Don't Care If This Ruins My Life," and it's about uh, it's about scams and how to like, you know, how to game the system with various things at work or like working or band wise and things. It's really interesting. So it's about being a no good Nick. Yes, and a ne'er do well. <laughs> I don't think I want to listen to this podcast. I I enjoyed I enjoyed it a lot, but that's my pod recommendation. But I'm a straight shooter. I don't think I'd be into this. Okay, it's called Axe to Grind for real. 
No, it's called I Don't Care If This Ruins My Life. It's a little wordy. Yeah. They could at least abbreviated it. <laughs> you abbreviated it. It's like a fucking 10-letter word. Well. No, I'm, I'm not going to count because, you know, I can't. Well, just for the sake of uh, levity, and I know you've seen it already, but I would like a report for the listeners and slash viewers. Uh, your comedy assignment this week is Ari Shafir, Jew. Oh, so you want me to watch it again? I do. For the third time? I will. I absolutely fucking will, and I'll take more notes on I it. I want notes. Oh, I can't wait to watch it again. I, I was going to start gushing on it now, but I'll wait. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll give it its own segment. Yeah. For the, show, for the show's sake. And musically, you're a death metal guy. Yeah? I am. Uh, how about a band called 200 Stab Wounds? Sounds spooky. Okay. I'm familiar. Your assignment then is uh, Slave to the Scalpel. You have it? I do. Okay. Do you have I, a backup? I do. I uh, will I will re listen to that and get a little more detailed on it next week though. Uh, but my, give me another one. I stand out song that was drilling your head. Uh the record I would never do that to somebody. That would seem so dangerous. The record I would recommend then is uh by a band called Living in Fear. Ooh. Uh the record is called Kill 'em All, Let God Sort them Out. A little sketchy. It's it's uh, modern day music for crazy people. Hmm. Uh, their tagline, I think, I think on that record is uh, "fuck you music for fuck you people." Jeez, you're really recommending a lot of people I don't want to be around. <laughs> people running scams and saying "fuck you" to other people. That's just rude, illegal. This doesn't sound like activity I want to get involved in. I'm, I voted today, so I'm a member of society. And we don't do things like this. And I don't know if I can do this type of behavior. Well, but that's... I'll, homework is I homework. I will for you. Well, it's also it's it's half wordy, too. I'll I'll text it to you or something. Half word? Like, it's almost it's ah. almost a wordy title. I don't know what the fuck that's all about. Why can't you just... Fuck that. People should just name albums numbers now. Bring it Black Sabbath style. <laughs> Six. Yeah. <laughs> Two. I would do that though. I would have a, one of my bands and like call the album like six, but have it be our third album. <laughs> Just so if for even though no one ever will hunt down any music I've ever been a part of, just like so what? Is there like fucking three albums I haven't heard that I can't fucking find anywhere? That'd be just a wonderful thing to do. But you know, it brings to a close another shitty episode of the Irrelevant Illiterate Podcast. Just two silly rascals chopping it up down here, and this. Dog eating a orange dildo on the floor. Going to town. Going as hard to town. As you possibly again. Uh, make sure you rate and all that horseshit on uh, whatever you, you know, take this podcast in at. You know, leave comments, mm-hmm. especially ones talking about J.K. Rowling's big ass titties mm-hmm. and Tom's dead balls. Uh, hit that fucking intro music.